Hey guys, and welcome to Your Adventure Podcast, and this is your host, as always, Dustin Emery, and today's guest is coming from Southern California, uh, Fitzroy House, love the name, we'll talk about that, um, Fitzroy House uh, works in insurance and finance, how you doing, man? Doing good, how about yourself? Not bad, uh, I appreciate your patience working through all the technological <laughs> difficulties. I hear you're not a problem. One thing I'm definitely not, I don't think I'm very tech savvy. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, so a lot of this stuff I just got to learn on the fly and figure it out. I gotcha. Um, I so, mean, so I appreciate it. Yes, absolutely. Not a problem at all. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. I'm glad you, uh, well, I'm glad we connected because Ashley actually, yeah, so yes. um, I know she had messaged me that she was excited that you were going to be on actually. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Ashley is awesome. Yeah, yeah. She was a great, uh, she was a great episode. Um, the reason, it might be a dumb reason, but the reason I like your name, especially the last name, House. Okay. I don't know if you guys have ever watched the MD uh, medical drama, House. <laughs> That's such a great show. It's like one of my favorite shows of all time. That's When I saw your last name, I was like, oh, that, I like that. Yeah. I was <laughs> Just like, without the Viking, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And and, and probably, the, um, probably the attitude, the narcissism, yeah. everything else that he has going on with him. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's funny because in... Um... I was a radiology major, so okay. in in like uh, bio and lab and stuff like that. I remember a bunch of people got me a cane and oh wow, you know, they like, went all okay. So this isn't the first you've heard. Yeah, I've heard it okay. many times. Yes. Wow did uh, did you actually take that stuff or they're just joking around? Like you didn't actually take it, did you? Take the cane? Yeah. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, Are you did. Cane? Oh, yeah. you went you went all out. Cane. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I would come into class with the cane with the limp. Nice. Yeah. Hey, that's uh, that's real acting right there. Exactly. I mean, you gotta live up to the name sometimes, you know. I feel. You. Yeah. Well, I was excited about the name, so I knew I wanted to put that out there. <laughs> but, um, okay. Well, uh, we'll get to some of the things I talked about before the podcast was, uh, insurance and finance stuff that I had just learned that I didn't know exists. But um, mm. we'll we'll dial it back a little bit. Uh, I know you said you're 39, right? Say that again? You, you, you're 39, right? Is that yes, what I remember? 39. You, you don't look 39, man. I'm an old man. You don't look 39. I don't, how old do I look? I would say, honestly, like my age, like 30, 32. I'm 30. Okay. So, I don't know. You don't look 39, man. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. Thank I you. think nowadays, I feel like we're all looking younger as we age. No? Yeah. I, nowadays? Yeah. Yeah. We're discovering self-care, mm. lotion. <laughs> <laughs> so. Lotion. Yeah, that's true. Yes. All right. Well, uh, you know, so I guess just think back to, you know, that I guess that high school age, middle school age to where you thought or I guess maybe the first question from probably a teacher mm. comes to mind. where like, um, you know, like, what do you want to do with your life? Like, what are you thinking about? You, did you already have maybe like a vision that you thought of or, you know, where are you at at that point? Oh, man. Early high school. So <clears throat> at that point, I really didn't know i didn't have an, an idea what i wanted to do i remember when i was like maybe uh middle school ish or or elementary school i always told my parents i wanted to like own a some kind of store like i wanted to own like a toy store or something like that mm. so i always wanted to have something for myself but like when i got to high school i didn't really know i was uh really I had like a uh, military kind of uh, path that I was following. Okay. So I did like the ROTC and stuff like that, but I just didn't really go that route at the end of the day. Which, uh, um, can you choose a branch at that age? Like what you, yeah, you think about? Your branch. What, what branch yeah, did yeah. you look at? <clears throat> so when I was, I was an army ROTC. Okay. And there was a bunch of recruiters that, I mean, they're always looking at ROTC people. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, all, every branch is trying to get you to sign up. <clears throat> of course. But I was looking mostly at the Air Force, which they call the Chair Force, because Why is uh, that? It's, <laughs> they have the, the well, at least at the time, I'm not sure if that's the case now, but they had the shortest boot camp time. Oh. Yeah. And uh, on average, I think they earn more pay-wise. So That I know for sure, yeah. especially nowadays with... Um, all their technology. I mean, mm -hmm. some people don't even fly anymore. <laughs> exactly. You're doing yeah. it from a room. It's wild. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I was looking into the Air Force. Um, so I did the whole ROTC stuff. And then um, mm -hmm. 
All right, keep going. Yeah. So I went to MEPS. Um, I swore in. I did all that. So, well, I did everything but swear in. Uh, my recruiter bounced on me. I don't know where he went. He was like, wait right here. They're going to go sign. You're, everyone's going to swear in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was waiting for him to come back. Everyone went in the room and swore in and he just left me. I had to find my own way home and whatnot. And so I just didn't, I just didn't go back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as far as what I wanted to do around that time, I, I didn't really have a, a, an idea where I wanted to go, but I know I wanted to do something that I owned. Mm-hmm. You, um, you still kind of have that vision now of something you own? Like, I do. Yes. Yeah. Not a, uh, a toy store, though, I'm assuming, like you said, right? <laughs> no longer a toy store. I was going to no. say, are there toy stores anymore? <laughs> right? Yeah. Who, people play with toys? I, yeah, think I guess the, kids do. I but. think the last toy store went out of business in 2020. Uh, toys R Us. Toys R Us. I think they're online now. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Which is it. insane. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, that they're online or the fact that they still exist? The fact that, the fact that they're gone. Well, mm. I guess they still exist in a, a online form. Online. Yeah. yeah. Um, I grew up in New York City, and I remember love going to um, FAO Schwartz. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you are familiar with I've never heard of that. FAO Schwartz. Have you ever seen Home Alone 2? Yeah. That's that, the one he's in New York, right? Correct? In New York. Okay. Yep, that big toy store. Oh, is that it? That's it, yeah. Mm. And it's just a building. It's like seven floors or something of just toys. Mm-hmm. And I used to love going going there, uh, FAO Schwartz. But uh, yeah, I mean, that... that is gone and that was like a pillar in the toy community and now mm. they're gone so it's like toys you're right it's not a thriving business anymore i guess yeah yeah uh just a little uh tidbit here um due to t- technology difficulties when i put my hand up i'm gonna we're gonna stop and then start again because now i see what anchor's doing with me right now okay uh, no problem but we're already into it so i'm, I'm i'll we'll stay with it okay cool. just to let you know <laughs> um, <laughs> no problem Okay, so uh, after high school, you know, you decided to not follow, you know, the military route. So, like, did you go to college now or did you just, like, take time off and, you know, do something else? Or I work? Did, I did go to college. I went to college. I was a radiology major and I went into radiology because someone said they get paid well. So, I, I did that. Um, but then I remember speaking to some people in the field mm-hmm. and none of them were really happy. It was a lot of like 3 a.m. starting shifts. Uh, there's like one director of radiology and um, there's no promotions other than that. And that job really? people hang on to forever, like till they die. Essentially. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's like, a, it's like decent money right out of the, right out of college, but that's all you make mm-hmm. until hopefully you get to director of radiology and that's it. So I was like, mm. no growth then. No growth. At least you realize that. I mean, the no growth aspect. Right. You know, even if you were into radiology, were you into it at all besides the money factor? Um, <laughs> it was interesting, but I don't, it wasn't a passion, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's fun. Like, I guess growing up, I was always like a natural saver. Mm-hmm. Uh, so finances, I guess, come really easy to me. I, I was, it's funny, I was telling a buddy recently, we're like, what's your passion? And um, I think for me, it really sums it up with finance and fighting games. Like those are and the- fighting games? Fighting games. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Do you, you play any fighting games? I mean, the ones, uh, well, the ones I play now for sure is like Injustice. I thought those, oh, okay. were, I thought those were great, uh, especially when it comes to like new age fighting games, because right. they don't have as many like that. Right. Uh, but the old fighting games that like me and my brothers played- or Mortal Kombat and uh, Street Fighter. Street you Fighter. Know, those, those are the two. I mean, I think I feel like everyone knows those for yeah, sure. Yeah, they're huge. Franchises. They're classics. Yeah, um, but Injustice, man, who do you main in Injustice? I'm curious. Uh, Nightwing. Okay, I like him. Very yeah. nice. Very nice. I like him. Yeah, I think he's underrated. Unfortunately, <laughs> I think he needs his own movie if they can make it right. A um, Nightwing movie? Yeah. Okay. I think with, it'd be cool. Uh, with Dick Grayson. Uh, I don't know it. I mean, yeah, it's hard to say just because uh, I know that um, Nightwing comes like in different versions in the comic books. So you know? let me ask you this. Would you, Sorry. if there, oh. you're good. Okay. All right, you're good. So let me ask you this. If they 
were to do a Nightwing movie, do mm-hmm. you do you think it would be better if they introduce him first in a Batman movie and then he gets a spinoff? Or do you just want to jump in? Um, I would go with your first one. Okay. Uh, yeah, introduce him. Um, the only problem I guess I would have with introducing him is like when they've done that in the past with other movies, the actor that they picked who maybe was a good choice or a bad choice, they never come back for like the actual movie. So now it's like <laughs> you saw them as this and now you get this. So like, I guess I would have to, I'd have to say it'd have to be the actors already on board for like the movie, whoever it is. Right. You know, if they introduce them, especially if it's something super short, like yeah. a little cameo, they don't really, you know, go more into it, but yeah, I'd like to see a movie. Yeah. Cause I think the last time or maybe it might be the only time we saw Dick Grayson was, Batman Forever? Mm-hmm. Do you remember Batman yeah. Forever? Yeah. yeah. That and then um, there's, I don't know if you watch uh, HBO Max at all, but they have like mm-hmm. a ton of Batman stuff on there. Yes. And there was one where Nightwing shows up and I believe it's, uh, I believe the movie that they're doing is Batman and Harley Quinn and he shows up in that one. Oh, the animated movie. Yeah, animated. Yes. yes, yes yeah, sorry. Yes, yes, yeah, animated okay. movie. Yeah, I'm familiar with that. Yeah, but yeah, Nightwing would be cool, and that's cool that you play Injustice. Yeah, my uh, my middle brother got me into those actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I played the first one, and I was like, eh, okay, this is okay. And then he started playing, and then we started playing together, and then yeah, it just went more and more. Um, and then obviously Injustice Two came out. Yeah, and so that kind of upped it up. But that's probably the last one I would assume for that franchise. I don't think it, it's make the last one. one. Yeah, yeah. They, they haven't made another one. But um, but yeah. So I've okay. always loved um those two things, and I've always kind of wanted to share those things somehow. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, be uh being financially responsible and fighting games don't really go together, I yeah. guess. So, <laughs> but um, I always try to find a way where I can kind of um use those things as an outlet, I guess. Okay, so let's talk about you know your finance part that uh, you just mentioned. So obviously, we'll I'll, we'll save the the fighting games for later because I know you have a website for st- stuff kind of like that. I know your okay. website's mixed though. Obviously, I saw that it, it has your finance and it has basically the other part like the the comics and like nerdy part of it. Right. Um, um, but let's talk about the finance. So how did you how did you get into insurance and finance? So, like I said, I was always like a natural saver. I was always kind of, um, you know, had the mindset of uh, the future, I guess, mm-hmm. money-wise, but on a really small scale. Uh, but so even in middle school, high school, that kind of stuff. But it wasn't until I moved to California that I got into the industry. Oh, so where are you originally from? The East Coast. Okay. So I was, I mean, all up and down the East Coast. I was born in New York, hmm. and then we moved a lot. We moved to uh, out of the country for a little bit, came back, and then I eventually came over to California. Okay. And I was just looking for a job. I was just looking for anything, and then um, there I went to a, uh, uh, what what is it called? Like a job fair, I guess. Okay. Mm-hmm. And. I was just walking down all the rows, giving my uh, resume out, and then I went. There was there was a all finance like lane, I guess, and I was just like, "Oh, I'm not going to do anything here. Let me just hurry down here, and then I'll get to the to another row and start something else." Yeah, right. <clears throat> so I'm just walking down, and all of a sudden, one a guy is like, "Hey, you have a resume, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, I got a resume." <laughs> He's like, give me your resume. So I gave it to him, and he gave me a call, and then I that's how I got into it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. So, all right. So, so what? Uh, how old were you when you started finance then? Uh, I, I guess in that moment, if you're still working for that uh, person. Honestly. Yeah, I was like, man, mid-20s maybe. Okay. Yeah. So you got, if it's the same company, obviously, and you know, we won't name any names, but it sounds what 10 12 years maybe Something, now well it was it was very on and off at first okay and i think the the main reason why was just because of um i guess it was a confidence thing mm. because a lot of people i guess didn't really want to take financial advice from someone younger than them ah uh, 
Okay. So I think my age was really, uh, at least in my own head, was Mm -hmm. a big deterrent as to getting successful. And, you know, it's it's funny that you mentioned that just because it seems like for sure nowadays every generation thinks that what they did was the right way to do it. And now, like, <laughs> we're doing it a different way and they don't understand. So, like, uh-huh. to your point, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I'm sure you had a lot of people, obviously, in, in the older age range. So, that, yeah, like you said, they're yeah. probably like, well, what do you know? I've lived longer. I should know more. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Um, and that's just a fallacy. For that, but you know, it, it's human nature, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, or someone who's more affluent, it's like I've made more money than you. How are you gonna tell me how yeah. to? You know what I mean? But I guess you just really have to get in the mindset that you know, if you're falling off a building and Superman comes to save you, doesn't matter how old Superman is, like you just want to just help me, you mm-hmm. know. But yeah, that was a really big deterrent. So I was really on and off mm-hmm. uh, at the beginning. So, um, but eventually I re- found that I really liked it. I didn't think that I would, but yeah, finances, uh, I like it. Um, this may be a dumb question, but I am just curious. Uh, like, is there a lot of math involved that you have to do like <laughs> on paper? Only, only ask that because like, when I started going to school for psychology, I had to take math. Uh, uh-huh. I had to take statistics. Um, uh. But that was, and I hate math, uh. but that was honestly the easiest math class I had ever taken because their math just uses the Excel spreadsheet. Oh. As long as you know all the formulas <laughs> and you type them in, you're good. And I was like, man, where was this in high school? Yeah. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> like, I wish I could have used this. So that's why I asked that question. I see. You know, um it's kind of the same thing Mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff that you just kind of plug in and then it gives you the number so you don't really have to do as much exactly okay you don't have to be a mathematician Mm -hmm. i guess so it's it's not that difficult in in that aspect and it's funny because i think nowadays less people are better at math than i think before you think so i think but but i think there's also like a a positive it's just because there's so much there's so many tools now yes (laughs) at our fingertips that like we don't even have to think about math anymore like i have a grandpa who is just a whiz at math like and he does everything in his head like pretty much anything and i me and my brothers there's no way we can't do that like i can't (laughs) like i got to use some type of technology to help me out for sure Mm -hmm. so i think it's like a it's a trade-off i guess you know and i mean have you ever seen those they'll have like TikTok videos or Instagram videos where you remember doing math one way, like long division or so, or multiplication. And then now they're doing multiplication a completely different way where it's like you add these numbers and then you cross multiply or like ways that they don't do it the way we normally did, where you multiply and then you add the zero and then mm-hmm. multiply across. Some of those videos I've noticed, like they've, they've, almost even like uh like kind of sidestepped a few steps that we normally would have done and they've gotten to the answer like quicker weirdly as long as it's right hey i'm all for it right yeah i'm all for it if it holds true yeah any any Mm. uh, problem but yeah i guess math has been there's definitely been a different uh uh approach to doing math i guess for whatever reason Mm. but as long as it's right you know but to answer your question, that's a long way of saying no. You don't have to be. You don't have to know a lot of math. Well, that's good. Um, I, at least uh, for most people that listening to this, they at least know if you're into finance, you can you can do it, even you if you're not it. good at math. Yeah, if, <laughs> if you're not good at math. I mean, I feel like they the, got it all for you. I feel like the hardest part <clears throat> is the 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 hardest part of everything, which is attention Mm. Uh, i think attention is uh, the hardest part because whether you're trying to sell a book or you're trying to help your daughter sell girl scout cookies or you're trying to get into politics whatever it is you need an audience to tell people that Mm. to say hey this is my message this is the help i need whatever the case may be so you're saying it's kind of like all in the details that you put out is it or that kind of what you mean or no I mean, the the <clears throat> the bigger the pool of people that you can reach out to, mm-hmm. 
I think is the easier you're going to be able to get success. Okay. So for your podcast, the more people that you can say, Hey, check out my mm-hmm. podcast is the more you're going to be successful. The more people you can say, Hey, vote for me in the upcoming election, mm-hmm. the easier you're going to have attaining success. And I think that's the same way in, um, in, in, uh, finance, mm-hmm. the more people that you can speak to, to say, hey, I can help you with your finances in this area or that is the more successful you'll be. So it isn't being good at math or it isn't um, being a whiz at anything, really. It's how many people you can get to. So, you know, when you're talking about that, it makes me think, do you, and since you've been doing this for so long, do you think this generation's, um, and I guess even the generation after that, really, the younger one, you think we're more financially literate now than we were back then, or you think it's worse? I don't know, because I, I don't know what we were like back then. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. I, I think it's apples and oranges, mm-hmm. because in the past, it, I think things were, I don't want to say easier, but I think... They were cheaper. They were cheaper, yes. <laughs> they were cheaper. <laughs> you could you could live off of one income it could be like a family with just one income yeah uh, someone the other adult could stay at home mm-hmm. uh so i think it was just um things are just more accessible i guess i mean every the the problems just change from time to time that's a good point i yeah. think of that it's it's probably just as difficult but just different problems okay so because of that though i don't know if people were just better with finances in the past or they just they just made so much money that it didn't matter compared to what they had to spend well yeah that that actually makes sense mainly because uh so and i'll just use this as an example watching like uh like a historical movie maybe about um like a bank robbery or something right and okay at the very yeah i know i it's kind of weird but it'll make sense when i get to the end like at the end it'll say that, you know, they stole, say, $500,000, and this was, like, in the 1900s, right? Okay. And then you fast forward to our year, and they say they always say that that 500000 would That's be, right. like, $50 million nowadays or something. Right. So right. is that kind of what you mean? Like, just the times are different, so obviously money has different values now that the years have gone on. Right. And also, <clears> I think <throat> maybe, and this is just my guess, uh, but – maybe you needed to exercise less financial responsibility in the past because you had a job. Typically you stayed at that job for 20, 30 years. You retired with a pension mm-hmm. um, and you already owned your house at that point, probably by the time you retired. So you didn't really have to pack away as much money mm-hmm. as you probably have to do now to retire. So, you know, that saying when it talks about, um, uh, like a, a rainy day savings account. Yes. So I remember growing up, I think my grandpa and my grandma would always tell me like, oh, you want that when you get older and you want at least like $1,000. And um, But as I got older, <clears throat> still remembering, still remembering that rule. Uh, nowadays, I would say it's got to be like 5,000, not 1,000. In your savings? Yeah. Yeah, a thousand for me as like a rainy day savings account that my grandpa would call. Thousand's not going that far now. <laughs> I mean, most experts in the field will say uh, a, a really safe savings account would be three months worth of your expenses. Hmm. Especially, I mean, we all felt twenty twenty right yeah. where you're out of work, and I mean, even people that had three months worth of savings and they lost their job, they were still in trouble. Mm-hmm. But most people would say, like, yeah, you are in the industry. They would say, have at least three months. If you lost your job now, you could still survive with three months. One thing I think about financially for people nowadays is um, even if they have a really great job, right, and they say they're pulling in seventy-five to a hundred thousand a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think nowadays the problem is people. Uh, overspend what they actually make. Absolutely. And and like, because like seventy five thousand, a hundred to a hundred thousand a year, that's pretty good. Like, you can live a pretty casual, good lifestyle, right? Yeah. As long as you like 
you know, budget correctly, you don't like overspend, like I just mentioned. But nowadays, it seems like everyone does that. So that hundred thousand is now, you know, you got. Oh, I'm only making really like thirty thousand a year because I spent all the other stuff on cars, houses, etc. Well, above my means. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, credit card debt is a big thing. Um, and then you just have, like you said, you just have bigger bills. So when people have, sometimes I'll sit down with some someone and they're making a lot of money and they're living paycheck to paycheck because yeah wow because you just make more money you just get bigger bills i can just Mm -hmm. get a better car with a higher payment i can just move into a better house with a higher rent i can just get x y and z and then by the time the the check is finished you know you're done you don't have any more money Mm -hmm. what's what what do you think is like your number one financial question that you get asked the most you know and and if you can i guess since you deal with all ages like is there one that someone always asks like if they're this age like older like maybe closer to retirement and then if you have young individuals maybe who are 30 or younger do they have a different financial question for you uh financial question mm-hmm. uh, well because the the bread and butter of what i do is insurance mm-hmm. it's typically how much insurance do i need okay so let's let's talk about that then. <clears throat> um yeah so i remember researching when i kind of first started um and a lot of people in the industry would say 10 times your income is what you should get for that's how much insurance that you would need but um, I don't really like that that idea because it's too low or too high. Uh, it can be both. <laughs> I guess it depends. But what I like to do is kind of go through a questionnaire and then say, so for example, if you were, let's say, you're, I'm sitting down with a couple. If you were to, you know, Mister Client, if you were to die today, uh, would you want the insurance to cover? All your debt, half the debt, some of the debt, or none of the debt. I'd be like, uh, I don't want my wife to pay for that, so I want the insurance to cover it. All right, great. What about um, the mortgage? Do you mm-hmm. want the Do you want the insurance to pay for all of it, some of it, none of it? Um, college for your children, all of it. Do you want them to do some of that? And then I just get the number based on. So all that's actually considered a debt. In in insurance terms, because you mentioned like uh, college house, like that, so that's considered debt. No, 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 no. I wouldn't consider that debt. But what I'm saying is, um, what the what the benefit, the death benefit is. So if you were to pass, Mm -hmm. how much money do I need to leave to my family, essentially? Okay, to cover all those. Okay, right. So Mm -hmm. some people would just say, "Oh, you make a hundred thousand per year, just that times ten. But, okay, wow. But um I don't really like that that mindset. So I like to kind of go through what it is, what's important to the client and then whatever the total number is, that Okay. Um Okay, so explain life insurance then for me. Uh just like I mentioned before, I've just now learned this that you can actually take that money out before you're dead. So yes. <laughs> and I feel like a lot of people probably don't know that. A lot of people don't know that, yeah. So uh, I don't want to get into the weeds too much, but just yeah. essentially there's a there's a, there's an old kind and a new kind. The old kind is you get the insurance. When you die, your family or whoever your beneficiary is mm-hmm. gets the money that, you, that's it, that the policy provides. Uh, the newer kind is you, you get the insurance. If you die your beneficiaries still receive that money, but there's a cash component to it. So as you're paying your premiums, a portion of that money is mirroring the market. Okay. So a lot of people who lost their money like in 20, 2008, uh, love, okay. yeah, love this kind of product because it will go up with the market, but it has a cap. So if the market goes up, uh, let's say 13, uh, 13%, mm-hmm. you can get up to, it's typically 10% is the, the ceiling. 
So is this more like, so this is, the way it sounds is this is like a stock almost. Like it's going up with the economy. Right. Correct? Okay. Right. However, if the stock goes down, there's a floor. Hmm. So it's typically zero to 1%, depending on the company you go with. So when the market goes down, you never lose money. And then the market goes up, you gain money again. So that kind of cash component you're able to take money out and use it. So if you have a huge goal, like you have, you want to send the kids to college, you want to buy a house, whatever the case may be, you can kind of uh, use that to get to that financial goal. And if you were to pass, your beneficiaries still get the death benefit plus whatever is is, um, generated from the cash component okay if that makes sense no it makes sense um like uh, that's why i mentioned stock because it sounds like a stock obviously but it's you know it's not your typical stock that people think of right so it's not in the stock it's yeah it's not in the market but it mirrors the market Mm. it's basically earning like interest maybe slash dividends if if that's how we really kind of want to base it on yeah for everyone uh to make it easier i guess yeah. So a lot of people don't know that. They just think that, hey, I'm I'm paying into this thing that I'll never see. Yeah. Like I'll I die, I die and then someone else gets the money. Everyone else gets the party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's I feel like that's probably what most people would say, just because they're like, ah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but no, that's not the case at all. You can absolutely benefit from from life insurance while you're alive. So really, because um, I was going to ask you earlier, but now it kind of sounds like I don't need to. But really. Um, it doesn't matter what your age is then, right? With life insurance, it's mainly just what do you want to do with that money? Like how much do you want to cover? So basically that doesn't matter. Or that's what matters, not like the age of life insurance, right? For like how old you are when you get it. That doesn't matter. Yes and no. Oh, okay. So what I mean by that is um, no matter what the age, I think everyone should have a life insurance policy and everyone should call me to get it. But <laughs> how old would you recommend someone to actually get it? As young as possible. Really? Because the longer that you have something like that is the more, I mean, you've heard the whole compound interest thing, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So the, the younger that you have a policy mm-hmm. is the more money that you can have during retirement. And also when you sign up for it, it's the um the lower amount that you'll pay per month because there mm. is a health component to to life insurance so you can you can be denied life insurance depending on your age your weight mm. uh stuff like that so the younger you are is the lower the payment mm. and the more time you have to gain interest on the money so if someone gets a life insurance policy at like 15 let's mm. say by the time they're ready to retire they they're good Okay, so in today's society, since you mentioned that uh, the health aspect to it, it seems like for a lot of us, we're going in the opposite direction <laughs> when it comes to health uh, in, okay. in some people. I only mentioned that mainly because you talked about the health aspect of, of this life insurance. So are today's rates maybe higher because of that? Because now, I mean, nowadays you can see you know, uh, yeah, a, a really obese 15-year-old. So, like, you know, yeah. and that long, long-term, long you know, they don't take care of themselves. They might not live as long. I think, personally, <laughs> I don't have a big enough sample size to say. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've had people get denied for a couple different reasons. I know, well, health is definitely one. One thing that I didn't know until it happened to me was DUIs, if you have. Really? Yeah. If you have uh, like two or more, sometimes mm-hmm. depending on the company, if you have one, uh, they won't allow you to get life insurance. Not that type of life insurance anyway. Okay. So the health thing, um, it wouldn't be fair for me to say if if it's better or worse, if mm-hmm. people are getting better or worse in that area. But from what I've seen, I haven't really had a lot of problems mm-hmm. with that. But uh, like I said, the DUI stuff, I did. Uh, at DUI, um, is that mainly because they would associate DUI with like uh, being an alcoholic? Or... Uh, recklessness. Recklessness, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> they don't Basically want... like the 
excuse me, <clears throat> basically the value of your life at right, that point. Right. They don't want you to pay a hundred and a hundred dollars <throat> in a month and then you die and then they got to pay out a million and a half because you were dumb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, even though these like insurances are helping people in the long run, it's still a business. So yeah, they still want to make money. They yes. still want to make money. <laughs> I, I understand that. Um, and, and I mean, and they, they want to pay out too. Cause if you, from my understanding of it is if, if you're earning interest on it, they're probably earning a piece of that interest too. So they want you mm-hmm. to have the policy for a long time, be able to take money out. And then when you finally pass the, you know, they're not trying to scum you out of the money, but they want it to last long enough for them to make money and for you to make money. See, I like that you said that mainly because I feel like a lot of people are, and, and it happens in my field too with therapy. I feel like a lot of people are hesitant about insurance companies because mainly, like you said, um, people are like, no, nah, they just want my money. Like right. It doesn't matter. They don't really want to pay out, but... Now that you mention it, if you're making money, they're making money. So that's that's a positive, right, for them. And the only reason I mentioned that was just because, like in therapy, I have the same I have the same thing when it comes to people being hesitant to reach out for help or therapy, just because um, the word that no one likes to use is is the fact that some people, when you tell people that you're going to therapy, they think something really bad is wrong with you or you're crazy and that might that might not really be the case right you know there's there's rare instances instances where that is the case but for the majority no yeah i think everyone can benefit from therapy and i I think it has a bad stigma i have a question for you okay um, it may or may not be controversial but (laughs) (laughs) it's okay how many would you say how many black people have you encountered that that sign up for therapy Mm. would you say it's lower than any other demographic is it just as much as any other demographic or higher than other demographics so i think it's lower for sure um than most of the other demographics uh i would say definitely it's in par it's in line with hmm, it's in line with basically uh illegal immigrants in the country right? oh really okay. i think it's in par with that mainly i think and I, i've talked to some of those people illegal immigrants but um and for them when they talk about it most of the reason most of the most of the reason for them is just because they don't want to get found out and get in trouble which okay i can understand that um however um to to your question um i think that uh, percentage is rising though when when it comes okay. to the black community, but it's definitely on the lower end for sure. Mm. Um, unfortunately, um, if anything, yeah, it's definitely uh, it's definitely our white demographic for sure. Mm. Um, I would say most of them, um, and, and I think across the board, I think our biggest problem a lot in therapy for any demographic mm-hmm. is is mainly depression. That's probably our biggest thing nowadays. Really? Yeah. Um, and I think I don't have all the stats uh, on my in my head right now, but mm. I think our biggest problem uh, when it comes to all demographics with the depression uh, aspect is just because of uh, social media. Like I hear that like almost all the time. Really? So you hear like what yeah. people are comparing their self to yep. other people on social media? Yeah. And that's causing depression? Yes. Really? Yeah. Um, I mean, if you really look at social media, mm. you know, um, you, you see 1% of a person's life, really. Oh, yeah. That's not their real life. Yeah. It's not their real life. It's it's like their best moment in that second, really. Right. I guess, you know, no one's really posting you know, sad moments or, or, or when they're really down. You know, some people mm-hmm. do, but it's, it, it, across the board, it's low spectrum, right. you know, percentage-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, that's, I think, our biggest problem that we see the most is depression due to, like, social media exposure wow. and just having it, especially for people who are now of the younger generation, mm-hmm. uh, like, I would say 25 and younger. Yeah. Because, um, you know, for me... You know, I'm 30, um, but I didn't grow up with so I didn't grow up with social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I'm, and for yourself, you know, you, you didn't have social media either. Um, I think the first social media platform I remember 
uh, was MySpace. MySpace. Yeah. I don't yeah. even remember how old I was when that My thing came out. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember how old I was when that came out. Um, but I never even got it, even when it did come out. Um, mm. And I never, I never got onto Facebook when that first came out. Um, okay. But yeah, I think our biggest thing is, is always the social media thing. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. Um, e- even though social media has its pros, especially when it comes to uh, like building your brand and, and getting a business out there because everyone's on social media. Right. I mean, you have I to. see so many just odd businesses that <laughs> I would never imagine it would have like an Instagram or a TikTok or like social media and then they do and it's like oh, okay like okay i guess yeah makes yeah. sense even though it's like the oddest business that i would never think of you know? or or the most established like as soon as coca-cola <laughs> has a tiktok you probably should be looking into do they really i mean i'm sure they do i mean i, I, I don't know seen it. but I, i'm pretty sure they have like a twitter and an instagram and yeah stuff like that wendy's Twitter is amazing, by the way. If you're not following Wendy's Twitter I've, or uh, Arby's Twitter, I've just seen some of their tweets, just like in like social media posts, and not and people just kind of like saying like Wendy's said something really funny or yeah. whatever. I have seen those. Um, yeah, I don't have a Twitter though. I, I, I I'm really Twitter. on Twitter myself, but um, you know when these when these companies have. Uh, people who can research and look into things and see whether or not this is going to be a pro for them to spend money on or or a con. Because it's not just the owner of Wendy's tweeting, right? Mm. They probably pay someone to do that. Oh, yeah. You think the owner's sitting down doing that? There's no way. (laughs) So if they think this is a good enough idea to do it, if someone as established as Wendy's, if you're just, you know, Joe Schmo business... It's probably a good idea to look into it. Yeah, a hundred percent. And nowadays, uh, just because I've run into him, because uh, my other my other brother he has a business, mm-hmm. uh, a coffee business, and uh, for I would say six months to a year, he did it uh, where he hired basically um, not human resources, but like a social networking like manager. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's, um, but yeah, for about six months to a year, he hired a person and they basically did like all the social media work, like posts, um, reels, videos, all this. Um, but it was crazy. Like how much money that person was making just like doing that. Oh, really? It was was just wild. I, I I believe it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and again, like you said, the Joe Schmo, like my brother's business is successful but it's definitely on like the small business scale compared to everyone else but even for him he saw the benefit you know yeah yeah so i I hear you on that and as far as the business aspect of social media but i'm surprised that there are so many people getting depressed on social media because i always felt like like growing up for me i never really like had a squad like i never really had a uh, I never really fit in to a lot of different groups because mm-hmm. I was always too something else mm-hmm. for that group, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah. Um, so, but with social media, you can find those. You can find your people. You can find your people. Yeah, so I would can. figure that, hey, if you're depressed at school, you can go home and chill with your people there. Or if you don't have friends, then you can have friends online. But. It's funny that the numbers show an opposite thing. I, I think the biggest thing for that uh, is the comment section. It, mm. I, I always try to tell basically everyone like... Uh, don't read it. Yeah, don't read it. Like, you know, like, because the good people who like, like your stuff and whatever, like, yeah, like you said, you'll find your people for sure. Um, but that's going to be a, such a small percentage compared, compared to, to the, compared to like i guess the mob the whatever you, yeah whatever yeah. you want to call it uh the comment section you're gonna have you know all the good ones that like you and they're your people and then the rest are just gonna be pure jabronis yeah pure garbage so you know if you can just don't even look at the comment section like, it doesn't even matter yeah. um you know uh, try to avoid as much as possible because i think that's usually the biggest thing mm. is um 
once people start reading those, like they, yeah. you automatically, most of the time they automatically just boom, just like plummet because mm. most of the stuff is none of it's ever good. It's negative, yeah. And it, and it's funny too because, um, you know, all these like creators on social media and and some of the people that I have had uh, in therapy is just like they're doing so well, right? Mm. They're um and everyone loves them and their comment section is good and then they make like one little mistake whatever it could be uh, um, they jump on them yeah oh and like everyone that loved them yesterday uh, like they all hate them now and it, like that person's life is pretty much over and it's just like <laughs> whoa like it's it's just crazy to see that um yeah it, social media is a a a, mon- a monster sometimes yeah and a good tool to it's use good. as well yeah it's, a, it, it's good and bad like most things it's good and bad yeah i'm very um curious to see like the studies that they're now doing on social media i want to see what those uh stats and like answers look like 25 20 years, years from now <laughs> when they have like all this data to pull i really want to see it all like what it's like growing <clears throat> up with social media because like yeah. you said i Going to school and whatnot, I never had social media or just the internet in exactly. general. So, oh yeah, like uh, um, uh, your, your girlfriend, wife? Yeah, not wife. Okay, all right. She, hey, she, I just, she, I just want to know. I was a girlfriend, okay. wife, one of those. The only reason I mentioned her was, uh, oh man. Before now, now that I was trying to figure out girlfriend wife thing, now I lost the thought. Um, uh, we were talking about. Uh, oh, oh yeah, she said that she uh, she had dial up. Dial up. You know, yeah, yeah I. <laughs> I'll I'll admit I think I only had dial up for like two to three years maybe. Okay. When I was yeah that was like definitely my brother, my brother's <laughs> thing for sure. But I do remember him like talking about. It. I remember like seeing it for a, a few years and it was like yeah you can't do this while they do this because it's not gonna work. Yep, you get kicked off because someone's on the phone or. <laughs> I remember the first time I heard of my cousin had a a cable modem. I was like, what is a cable modem? He was like, yo. Honestly, fits. I don't know what that is either. What is it? She saw my face. She saw my face. My eyes went, I felt my eyes go up. I was like, wait, what is that? So I'm going to have to a ask cable now. Up, so you would have to dial up. You'd use the dial up and you remember that noise whenever you're signing on. Mm-hmm. So my cousin was like, yo, Fitz. <clears throat> you're going to have to come over because, yo, I got a cable modem. I was like, what is a cable modem? Fitz, I am always online. Get out of here. What do you mean always online? You don't have to turn it on? <laughs> you don't have to turn it back off? No, I'm just always online. Yo. Oh man. What was Yo. even what was even on the internet back then? I don't even remember. I mean, there was I mean you would There wasn't a chat, lot, but you'd go to chat rooms, you would go hey, there's aim. Chat rooms, yeah. You would just you just talk to people, you would you would play RuneScape. I do remember RuneScape. RuneScape. Oh man. I had to uh if my mom's listening, she knows now. But <laughs> I remember I had, I had to like I had to like play that game on the download and I had to like hide it in the internet just because she was like, no, you can't play those online games no, with like, people. I'm like I don't know, but it was a thing to do. Man, I remember my cousin used to love RuneScape. He used to go to the library and I would bring him food because he wouldn't eat. But he would just stay there and play RuneScape, and he's like, man, I'm getting betrayed by my friend. Like, you, you're a jabroni. You suck. You're getting beat up. But uh. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there was stuff to do online back then. Not as sophisticated as now, but... No, now it's... Yeah, there's there's too much to do now. Yes. <laughs> uh, you um, you kind of sit there for a long time thinking about, what should I do today? Because there's too much to there's, choose from. Yes, there's a lot. <clears throat> there's a lot. Um, well, since we're kind of on that little trend, especially when you mentioned uh, RuneScape, um, now I know you have your website where it, it's kind of like a middle ground i would say because you 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 put yourself out there about asking you people can talk to you about financial and like insurance and stuff right but what's the what's the nerdy stuff about exactly if you want to explain that so um man this is a kind of a story okay that's fine that's fine um man so i got into stuff like well i mean like i told you i really love fighting games Mm -hmm. And um, I've always wanted to do something in the fighting game realm. So in high school and like early college, um, I would do like uh, Smash Brothers tournaments where 
I'll just get friends together, get a bunch of TVs, get a bunch of N64s or um, GameCubes, and just we would we would play Smash. Um, and then I also got into card games, so I would play every card game under the sun: Pokemon, oh, okay. Yu-Gi-Oh, Dragon Ball Z, Imagination. Did, uh, did you keep any of those cards? Everything. I I I got the foil ones. Still, okay. So it was like nowadays, man. I, I mean, I, yeah, I would hope that they are worth something, but cards are crazy nowadays. Yes. So anyway, so um, I got really into card games, and a couple friends of mine and I would like. I remember one day uh, I was leaving the card store, and two of my friends were talking about something, and I was like, "This isn't this isn't a game I'm familiar with." So I was like, "What are you guys talking about?" It's like, "Oh, uh, he made a game." I was like, he made a game? What do you oh. mean he made a game? He's like, yeah, I just made the rules and uh, and I just I just made a game. That night, I went home and I didn't sleep. I was like, I'm going to make a game. Oh, <laughs> so, so basically <clears throat> what you're saying is... Uh, is, is that what the, is that what's hot in the streets right now? Mind is blown. I don't know. That <laughs> might that might date me. I don't know. That might put some age on me. Mind is blown, but yeah. Yes, my mind was blown, mm. and uh, so I went home all night. I was on my little crappy computer on Paint, MS Paint, and um and I made a card game, and then so a bunch of us just did that. We we made our own games because we we're like. Oh, the, so what the, was your card game? Now I, now I gotta ask. I'm curious. Now it, it's on my site. Actually, oh, they're, the they're card all, They're there? all on my site. So okay. Um, I mean, it was just a bunch of stuff. Stuff that I was into at the time. Um, the first one was a Legend of Zelda based. Okay. Card game. You ever played Zelda? I have played Zelda. Yeah. What's your favorite Zelda though? Oh, I couldn't tell you honestly. <laughs> I I've played Zelda, but I definitely wasn't uh, into it. To where, like, I had to play it every day. I got you. Um, so, yeah, I definitely wouldn't know. Gotcha. Okay. But, um, yeah, so I would make a game. A, cu- a couple other friends of mine made a game. And then we would just teach people our games and then try to run tournaments. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. So we, we did that. And then eventually we just stopped. People got busy. Families. Work. Stuff like that. And one day... Uh, a couple friends of mine and I were talking on the phone and we're just like, man, do you remember such and such? And we're just sharing war stories, basically. Mm. And I was like, yeah, I actually still have all the images. Like, I, I still kept everything, like, in a... Uh, in a file? In a file somewhere, mm-hmm. yeah. And my friend was like, you should put that online so that we could, if you know, if we wanted to look at the cards or play again then we would have a spot where they were they were all there i was like yeah that's a good idea so then i so then i put all the card stuff there so if anyone wanted to look at them or whatever and then my my friend was also saying fitz you have a really good eye for design so if you ever wanted to apply for a job in that Mm -hmm. you would have all your work there so you could just say look at this you can just give them the website and then mm-hmm. they would be able to look at it so all the rules and all the cards and all that stuff are are on them so that's the major reason why i did that okay and this is like a uh like a downloadable uh thing or yeah you, you can, can do you can just download it and mm-hmm. print them out and and play I, I mean they're all really flawed like they're all not <laughs> not very good it's okay but um but we just wanted a spot where we could all go and uh and have everything there. I think I think some of the best games come out of that, like something like that. And like you said, like you said, flawed. Like, yeah. Um, I I mean I remember when, I mean it's a big thing now, but I just remember as a kid, like when uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Dungeons and Dragons came out, and yeah. like, yeah, it, it was it was weird for a lot of people, <laughs> right? It was, you know. Uh, but now it's you know that like culture really and and that game in particular like now it's like it's huge really nowadays. Big, really you know big. so i think a lot of people who are into card games and and things like that would gravitate towards something of of your nature that you made mainly because um you know a lot of the big card companies don't really have uh something like quite like that right right beside so. out outsides of dungeons and dragons really right 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 that's probably the biggest one i think that yeah. i can think of yeah, it's it's probably the biggest one, but um, but yeah, that's really all that was there for. Basically, just 
to reminisce. And uh, if I ever wanted to dip my toe into that field, then kind of all my stuff would be there. I mean, I would say those card games, those card games would be your toy store right there. Yeah, if you think yeah, about it, good... <laughs> if you think about it, like, you know, it, it, it's, circle, it sounds cheesy <laughs> to say that, you know, but like, that's your toy store. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, you yeah, never know. It's a good way, good way to put it. But uh, I mean, shoot, what's what's uh, what's that one card game that like kind of came out the same way? Uh, Cards Against Humanity. Oh, that was yeah. the weirdest game. Cards Against Humanity. No one yeah. knew what it was when it first came out. Now it's like it's huge. Yeah, I love know. a good Cards Against Humanity yeah. game. Yeah. I think everyone does now. But I remember <laughs> when everyone first saw it, everyone was like, oh, okay. Like, whatever. It was weird. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't as many cards, I think, that there is now. But yeah. Right. But like with everything, I think it's less about what you're doing and more about who you're doing it with. So and you I think get a why good... you're doing it. I also or think why, why, why you're, you're doing, doing it. it. Yeah. Well, because. Well, Playing Cards Against Humanity, like if I'm with a group mm-hmm. I don't really like, then it can be a boring game. But if it's okay, with my people, then, mm-hmm. you know. That's fair. So like strangers, but, you wouldn't want to play a game against? Probably. Depending on the stranger. Mm-hmm. So it gotcha. does. Yeah. I guess you. No, that makes sense. Um, Yeah. Weirdly, board games can be uh, funny and neurotic at the same time. <laughs> I mean, uh, for us growing up, uh, game-wise... If it was a board game or a card game, it was. I mean, it might be every family really, but it was Monopoly for us. Uh, but it was always bad. I was, was going to say, when you played, how did you win Monopoly? How do you win that game? Oh man! Uh, so you definitely don't want Boardwalk or Park Place. It only works out in your benefit if someone's really unlucky that game. Like no. and they always get that weird roll that puts them <laughs> on it. No, I don't mean but, the path to victory. Like, no. what are the rules? Like. How what do are the you rules win that in whole Monopoly? Game? Uh, was it to, to oh, own everything? Was it to bankrupt everyone? Because everyone I know has different rules. They oh yeah, play there's differently. Like, there's what you call like house rules. House I mean, rules. Yeah. I think in the rule book, like in the very back, if I remember reading this, and I, I played Monopoly like a month ago with my family as well. I think it's the only <laughs> reason it's fresh in my memory was I think at the very end of it, like a little paragraph said, "Oh, like and then if you have house rules." whatever like dude right. you, and this was like in the monopoly rule book like if you have house rules go for it because like, i don't think in the rule book there's a there's a definite way to win like does it say you win when this happens the way to win is yeah if i remember right in the rules it's yeah basically you have to bankrupt everyone out and it, it happens like it, but it takes forever it takes forever but Especially I played, if you have a lot of people i've played with people where it's not when you bankrupt everyone. If you're yeah. still in it, you're just in debt. But it's when you own everything mm. and have a monopoly. Well, so yeah, you want to own as much as possible because obviously, helps then, you. Right. yeah, then you'll be making like the most money on the board. Um, but okay, so here's another rule that like people probably don't know is so you have to own all three colors or all colors of a piece of land to build houses on it and hotels. Is but, that how it worked? Okay. Yeah, okay, but see, and I only we only went over this recently because we had a family member who wanted to like build stuff okay. on like one piece of property he owned. And we we're like, no, you can't do that because I have the other color. I have the other card that it matches yeah. your color, like blue, red, whatever. So you couldn't build a house or a hotel? No, or nothing. Neither. Nothing. Neither. You could just get the rent for the land. Okay, I um, got you. And a lot of people are probably losing their minds right now listening <laughs> like, to this. But, that's not how you play Monopoly. But, uh, yeah, if you own, like, say, let's go with, like, the blue squares, I guess, uh-huh. on that one. Like, if you owned both, like, you know, Boardwalk and Park Place, then you could build on it. But if you only owned one mm. and, say, the bank had it still or another player had the other card, you couldn't build. You okay. know? So at that point, now, I guess, if anything, negotiating has to take place because right. now you're trying to negotiate you can buy with the player. Like, I'll buy it from you or I'll trade you a property or whatever. I'll smack you upside the head. Something like that. This. But see, the debt thing, I never understood because like we had a cousin who was really bad at that game. Um, <laughs> she was the opposite. She didn't want to buy anything. So she was like sure. the money saver of the game. Okay. She, she just wanted to she save. She just collect $200? That's it? Yeah, she just wanted to save her money, but <clears throat> okay, so the bad thing about that though is you're not really 
building any more money besides the pass and go part. Right. And Which once everyone else bad. starts building and buying, like at at some point you're gonna owe rent, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So she was like the saver. She won the saver money, which was weird because <laughs> in the end, once she would like basically lose all of it. Okay. Um. Our family, for some reason, just would like get a piece of paper and start writing like, "Oh, she owes this much." So every time she'd pass go, she'd like start distributing the two hundred dollars. So she was like never out of the game, but it's like in reality, she was really out of the game. Mm. Like you know, so the debt thing was always weird. We, yeah, we we needed to stop that once we got over. <laughs> yeah, well, I I played with a couple people where they were you're you're just negative, so you got to pay it back, or <clears throat> or if you uh, if you go negative, you go to jail. And then you have to rule to get out of jail. I don't know if that's a rule. I don't know if that's a rule either. But okay, you're indicating that it's not. A rule. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's a rule. But... So then, how did you go to jail? You just flipped the card. Uh, go to jail? No, because I think if, if so, you could get if... the card that says go to jail, right. right? Or you could land on the spot that says go to jail. There is a go to jail. Yeah. Um, space. Yeah. I think I think that's is really that the only way. Because the other one is the just visiting part of the jail piece. Right. If you just, you just land on yeah. the jail, that doesn't mean you're in jail. Uh, Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the only way you can go to jail. I remember playing I remember. with someone and they're like, well, you owe me this amount of money and you don't got it. So pff, <laughs> you, no. you go to jail. No. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember. this is we not a rule. And it's like, you're in my house. See, that's a house rule. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> I think and um, the only way to get out of jail was... I think you had to roll like two sixes or you had to roll uh doubles, like Double, it, like doubles. like a two and a two, a four and a four. Okay, okay, okay. But if you couldn't do it in three turns, which I don't know if three turns is a house rule or what, not. They just let you out? Yeah. If you did it if you did it within one of those three turns, then you got out for free. Okay. But if you didn't do it after the three turns, you had to pay fifty dollars to get out. Oh okay. and that would just go to the Okay. I'll... Since we're talking about this, <laughs> okay. I can't believe we're going into depth on Monopoly. That's okay, because uh, this happened recently. Um, the the free parking spot. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. The free parking spot in the rule books. It's just a spot. There's you don't get anything for landing on that. Right. Okay. But in our but in our house, the way we always played is like when you had fines and like jail fines and fees, you'd put it in the you'd put that money in the middle of the board, and whoever landed on free parking got, got all that money, money in the middle of the board. What? Stacy's raising her hand. But this isn't a rule, you no, guys. No, it's not. It's not a rule. In the rule book, that spot's just the spot. It's just a spot. Yeah, it's just a free spot, pretty much. I can park. You don't get any money. For landing in that spot, but for some reason, across America, made the a world, bonus. <laughs> like everyone I've ever played with, no, you, you get the money in the in the middle of the board. So hold on a second, one more time. How did the money get in the middle? Um, <clears throat> so the money got into the middle of the board because, like, say you picked up a card that said you owe like taxes on a house, or okay, uh, or you landed, I think, on the income tax piece on the board and. Maybe a luxury tax, I think. So all those taxes, instead, instead of, of going, going to the instead, bank. yeah, instead of going to the bank where it probably should have gone, You're right, it goes into a know, pot. <laughs> that's that's how economy works. You put it back in the bank, but no, we would put it in the middle of the board. That's funny. And sometimes that's what saved a person though, because they would have like no money left. They'd have like one roll <laughs> to like survive, right? And they'd get free parking. And free parking, if there was a lot of fees paid throughout that game, it, it could be. be yeah. It could be worth thousands. Just I was going to say, they should have a, is there a you win the lotto thing in in Monopoly? That's a card? Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, win. yeah. But it's, okay, okay, never I, mind, it's never not mind. very much money, though. <laughs> Compared, can you imagine? Uh, win the lotto. I mean, I guess you could play, um, one sec. Uh, I guess you could play the millionaire version of Monopoly now. They, right. Which yeah, they have so many different versions, but now they have the millionaire one where I think, I think the smallest bill is a million dollars. I think I don't remember. Okay, and it goes up from there. So Damn. you have like a twenty million dollar bill for no reason. That's stupid. <laughs> but I mean, and it's still the same. You can still go broke in a matter of minutes. Right. But it's funny you mentioned the thing about the fifty dollars to get out of jail because I played with another family that mm. was like, you can either stay until you roll a double or you can make bail i was like who determines bail yeah so yeah everyone has their own rules yeah yeah they do um 
Yeah, it's wild. That's yeah. why sometimes our family can't play Monopoly, just because everyone gets <laughs> upset about everything. <laughs> Flip like, the table. Yeah, which is probably across the world. Everyone gets upset with Monopoly. I mean, I've never seen a game finished. I've never seen someone win. You've I've always given up. I've know? done it twice in my entire life. Okay. Yeah. And, and how did you do it? By everyone else going bankrupt? Yeah, and mainly, you know why really the game ended was because we followed the rules. <laughs> we followed the rules. Like we didn't make up all this crap. Like there was no money in free parking okay. anymore. <laughs> we paid all the fees to the bank. Uh if you were in debt, you know, you had to sell houses, sell hotels, uh mortgage your land, mm-hmm. then try to get it back. Like oh yeah. And then if you bankrupt a person, all their land like money, if they have any. To, to like the, cover if they don't have enough money to pay like all the fees they owe you, uh, it, it just goes to that person or the bank. Okay, Pretty well, much. I mean, but they could just sell that stuff to whoever, yeah, but right? If you owe too much money, that it doesn't matter. It's not, yeah, it don't matter. I mean, yeah, I think you pay like a hundred dollars for a hotel, you get like twenty five dollars back when you sell it back to the bank. Is that how it works? Yeah, well, <laughs> you don't get much money terrible. back. <laughs> Yeah, you don't get much money back. Oh, man. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> All right. Okay, well, uh, I think this is a pretty good way to end it. So, Monopoly. Uh, so, the last question I have for you. Yes. Is everyone has their own answer. But, you know, what does success like look like for you? What does it mean to you? Success. Um, I guess... To me, success would be, uh, wow, being happy, mm-hmm. um, having some money in the bank, and not having debt, I guess, would be success. You know, as long as you have family and friends and you're mentally in a good spot, mm-hmm. and I think the, the no debt contributes to that, then I would say you're successful. All right. I like it. Um, is there anything you want to say before we sign off? Um, man, tell tell, tell the people 3. what you want. Creed three was pretty cool, and uh, <laughs> and don't get beat up, you guys. Just mentally, don't get beat up. Physically, don't get beat up. Don't get beat up out there. All right, guys, you heard it. Don't get beat up. Uh, thank you for tuning into today's episode with uh, Fitzroy House. Remember that last name, right? It's a, it's the best. Okay. <laughs> Uh, thank you for tuning in and remember that life is an adventure so live it on your terms alright next time <laughs>